fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. My name is Brock Lesnar, and I am the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And that, in fact, was a spoiler, not a prediction after last night's results. (laughs) You're right, it was. (laughs) He said it. He called it. He gets what he wants is what he said during the little promo. I'm Brock Lesnar. I get what I want. Here's the thing. This Brock Lesnar was taking videos and pictures with the fans after he won. Yeah. This Brock Lesnar is better than any Brock Lesnar. He's so different now. Yeah. I mean, you see Brock taking videos and pictures with the audience. He's posing with people with the belt after he wins. And the fans were cheering when he won. He looked like they – and it just goes back. The fans are so fickle. Because in if he holds the belt till WrestleMania, and I assume that he's going to, they're going to be like, why don't we put the belt on a part-time wrestler? And I'm like, But you were just cheering him. Yeah. You know, so – a couple things with that. One, I think it talks about how underwhelming Big E's world title run was. Yeah. And I and I hate that. Well, and one of the things that I hated the most about it, and just to kind of fill you in, day one happened yesterday. We're recording on the last day of Christmas break before we go back to work tomorrow. So it's fresh on our minds. I don't mind that Brock won. I actually thought he would the minute that they said that he was going to be in the match. What bothers me is the fact that Big E took the pin, right? So that pretty much says Big E is done. You're not our guy. Right, because WWE's already made the rule now that it's not a mandatory rematch, although it's happening more and more here lately. I don't anticipate a Big E rematch. Now, come out, come tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw, there's no telling what we're going to say. That was one thing that, that kind of threw me off. Obviously, Roman having COVID, I hate that. I mean, because I was really looking forward to the Roman-Brock match. My wife asked me an interesting question today, and I'm surprised that we haven't discussed it. And she goes, I'm going to regret asking this question. She said, but if Roman doesn't have COVID... Does Brock beat Roman? I don't think so. I don't either. And that's what I told her. But it makes me question, to play off that, who was going to beat Big E last night? Or did they change it in the 11th hour when they added Brock to have Brock win? Because the fans needed something. Because, I mean, at this point, they'd paid money to see Becky, Roman, and Brock, right? I mean, that's who paid them. That's that's 13,000 fans were there last night. I mean, but let's talk about, is that one of the best pay-per-views WWE's put on in a long time? It was solid. The Becky match was sloppy. 
But if you go back, most of Becky's matches are sloppy. I, listen, people love her. Her matches are – she's not that good. That match was not on Liv Morgan last night. Liv Morgan is getting better and better and better every time she's in the ring. As the man, as you call yourself, and the champion, that's your job to make that match good. Well, and you could tell at the very end she was supposed to cheat, yeah. right? And, I mean, what give it away is the fact that she's looking back at her feet trying to get on the bottom rope. Right. She is the worst cheater I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. She was horrible against Charlotte when she held onto the rope. She was horrible against Liv the first time she held onto the rope. And she completely missed this time because she had her too far away from the ropes. Right. <laughs> I mean, when, you, when you're supposed to cheat holding onto the rope, you're supposed to be in a position where you're literally pulling on the ropes, not just putting your hand on it, right. not just laying your toe on it. Right. That doesn't help at all. So now the next question is, does, does the way that match finish cost Liv her next rematch, right? Because that was a clean finish technically. I mean, she's technically done. I mean, right. you've lost twice now. Yeah. Yeah. So... Here's the thing, and we're going to get into this later in the show, and I and I'll just save it. But we're running out of contenders on on these two shows. Well, so check this out. Funny you say that. The women's Royal Rumble is coming up in a few weeks, right? Yes. They don't have thirty active wrestlers on the main roster right now. Thirty active female wrestlers on the main roster. Well, and and they normally have. You know, some NXT, Trish Stratuses and, and them come legends back. Legends come back. Yeah. But they're going to be more dependent upon them this year than they ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what happens when you future endeavor half the roster. So, it leads you to believe that we're getting several returns. I look for Bailey, Oscar, mm-hmm. and Alexa Bliss, all three to be back. Yeah. And probably not Lacey Evans, right? Because she uh, had her baby after Becky did. I maybe I think Lacey could be. I actually yeah. forgot about her. I bet yeah. all four of those are back in the room. Well, I, the only thing it it popped in my head uh, earlier. I saw something about about Lacey Evans, and I thought, oh yeah, they haven't future endeavored her, so obviously she's still on the roster somewhere. So, and out of those, you have to think, and you have I had this conversation. Is Bailey the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble? I think she has to be. I mean, Bailey, the women's division is desperately missing Bailey right now. Right. And it just shows you how good Bailey is, is the fact that she's been gone for nine months and the women's division has been boring. It's suffered because she's been yeah. gone. I mean, Bianca has been good, but they, you know, we've talked about this. You know, in the past, you know, they, they, they just basically drove her in the ground by giving her all those title shots and all those losses. That doesn't do anybody any good, Mm-mm. you know, to get five title shots and then lose them all in a six-week, seven-week span. That that doesn't do you any good. No. I don't know. Brock Lesnar won at day one mm-hmm. when they made it a fatal five-way. Pinned Big E. He had the stare down with Bobby Lashley after the match. Mm-hmm. You and I are in agreement that I feel like Brock holds on to this belt at least till WrestleMania. So, I think it can go one of two ways. 
do we finally get the dream match? People have been wanting this match. I'm not sure why. I don't think it's going to be all that great of a match because their maneuvers, their in-ring abilities are very similar. But are we going to get the dream match between Brock and Bobby? Or, or are we moving towards a champion versus champion title unification match, Roman versus Brock? Winner takes all. Main event of Mania. Main event of Mania. Wow. We could almost do a whole show on that topic. That could be a, like, look. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm there. I'm with you. I mean, Brock and Roman are usually good in the ring together anyway. Yeah. You double, I mean, you upped the stakes, and it's winner take all. You got the Paul Heyman storyline involved. It writes itself. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about. Roman and Bobby. It, I mean, Brock and Bobby. If Brock wants it to be a good match, it'll be a good match. It'll be a good match, mm-hmm. right? It, if he even wants that match. Maybe that's why they did that last night. You know, maybe they thought, well, now here's the thing. With Roman, he's got the leukemia thing. We might not see him for a little right. while. Right. Roman's right. going to make sure he's it's, healthy. It's not a it's not a 5-day COVID like the NFL. I'm coming back, right. you know, cuz obviously Roman has other things, well, I mean, other because underlying issues, well, as they like whether to it's, say. Whether it's COVID or the – Roman it, with a compromised immune system. Right. It's it's very serious. Right. And and our prayers are with Roman. And, I, and, and hopefully, from everything I've read, mild symptoms. Yeah. He seems to be doing well. And I hope he continues to be Man, well. We do not want to see his title run end because of this. Because of COVID. Because that would suck. I would. I mean, COVID already sucks, but that would super suck. Right. I would. I would suspect we get Roman interviews. Yeah. We get. That's how we see Roman on TV. Yeah. It would not surprise me to to not see Roman in the ring again until the Royal Rumble. I, that's what I was thinking. That's probably the earliest that we see him. And you know, here's the unfortunate part, and something for us to think about: at what point, if this if this drags on. At what point does creative have to step in and say, Roman, like, we have to have the belt on TV. Yeah. And, and you know, unfortunately, you're not able to defend it right now. I'm going to – is that the way that we get the belt off Roman? It, it, he, he relinquishes the belt? And then do we have a Royal Rumble a la 1992 for the Universal Championship? I mean – Crazier things have happened. I, I think that I think he he gets at least thirty days. He gets at least thirty days before they take that belt off of him. I would agree. So, so before we move on to the meat of the show, I just want to preface this: we are on Championship Sunday in fantasy football. We are. Well, one of us is. Well, we as a league. Oh, I, okay. I, I was just yeah. I, now, I, mean, I was I didn't know that we really talked about fourth place finishers. Uh, um, we're not talking about anybody any place finishers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I just wanted to brag for a minute and uh-huh. say that both of us made the final four. We, we made the finals. We did. Who did I beat to get to the finals? Unfortunately, it was me. Okay, I forgot. I wasn't going to bring that up. And 
The other two were two of our sponsors. Right. So, two Corner to Corner is representing the Final Four. Right. Now, one of our other sponsors is representing the Toilet Bowl today. Well, that's okay. But, you know. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. But, just kind of proud. Both of us had really good seasons. You bested me last week. And we're looking for live updates. So, you might get live updates. Because going into tonight's game, Neil's down five points. Listen. I almost got Jamar chased out of the game. Right. All right. This dude went off for 60 points. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Joe, you got other guys. They're very talented. I mean, Jamar Chase made some of the craziest catches I've ever seen in my life. Today. The catch that he made and then proceeded to, like, taunt the guy by holding it in front of his face. Yeah. And still gained five more and yards. still ran with it. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And before the season, they said that he was having trouble catching the ball. Well, he was. He said because it, it was it was the it was the lines on the ball. Yeah. Well, he's fixed that. Oh yeah, he's fixed it. <laughs> and Bengals fans have a bright future, right? Oh now. my goodness! So. But they 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 held their collective breaths there at the end of the game when yeah. Burrow went down. Yeah. Because they're only going to go as far as Joey Joey Burrow can take them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But so, anyways, you might get live updates as the show goes on. I'm currently down. 172.05 to 165.89. 85, sorry. Seven points, man. Touchdowns are going to be different or make the difference. So, this year's or this topic, it will, this is our first show that's going to drop after the New Year's. Mm-hmm. And so, what we thought we would do is kind of go back and give out some awards, some superlatives, you know, some. Uh, we don't have the slammies. I don't know. We'll have to come up with a name for what our awards are. The cornies? <laughs> the cornies. <laughs> We're going to give out the cornies? You got, you, you got the, the deuces? The deuces. The, We're gonna, no, that sounds like not, a turd trophy. Yeah, not the deuces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about potential title challengers for the upcoming year. I don't know. We just we just kind of threw out a couple of topics. We thought maybe this would be something to talk about. So we want to start with the awards first. I think so. And and I think the way that I foresee this going, if if you see it going a different way, by all means tell me. But I think we're going to throw out the award. Yep. And then you and I are going to kind of have a back and forth of who we think should win it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, like maybe our nominees or whatever. Right. <laughs> so let's see. Let's let's start with tag teams. Tag team of the year is a good one. So my nominee would be RK Bro. I think it rejuvenated a different side of Randy Orton, and it show it brought out the true Bro. riddle. I mean, what they are doing is fantastic. I am shocked they did not lose or that they won last night. I really expected them to lose cuz i feel like if i feel like the end is coming it, it's just he's going to get RKO'd out of nowhere sooner or later yeah yeah and i hate that um because i don't know I mean, we all know that that uh, Randy Orton will be fine yeah we don't know what that does to riddle it would depend on what happens after their feud yeah. Do, does the WWE have riddle go over Right. If they have him go over, then they're cementing him as an upper mid card. Which I, I feel like that they, if they're going to do that, 
and and Randy's the one that turns on Riddle, Riddle has to go over. I would agree. And if he doesn't, and that's not your plan, don't do it. Right. Right. Just leave it alone. Solid contender. I can't believe that I'm getting ready to say the the tag team that I am. But you think about what's happened in in 2021, and not only their in ring work, but their social media presence and their reach, and they're 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 playing on the fans' emotions. Uh, they held the tag team belts for the majority of 2021. I can't go against the Young Bucks. Oh my gosh! Stop the presses! <laughs> wow. I yeah. mean. Listen, thank God this show drops on Saturday because Mark Muncy might have just wrecked his car <laughs> right. on the way to work. Yeah. All right? But you look at what they've done, and I don't like the Young Bucks. I, well, I'm, yeah, we know this. They've taken a move that was a finisher, the super kick, and have turned it into let's see how many super kicks we can throw in a match. Yeah, I can't discredit how good they are in the ring because they are good when they want to work. Half the time I watch them, it looks like they're lazy. But their accomplishments that they've done this year, I mean, they held the belt almost a calendar year. Yeah, um, They have a match. When the match they lost against the Lucha Bros. Was a great match. I mean, we're going to do match of the year later. I've legitimately thought about that as being a match of the year candidate, and I think yeah. it's I think it legitimately is a match of the year candidate. Yeah, their pull on social media, like I said, every week on Twitter you see uh, updated bio, like they'll tweet out updated bio, and it's like it's it's worth going and reading. Yeah, because you're like, what are they going to put now? Yeah, they tease so much stuff, and it's all just playing. Like they're just messing with. The fans, because right. they know that all the all the uh, marks out there are going to go crazy over anything they say. Mm-hmm. In a shocker, my nominee is the Young Bucks. Yeah, it's solid. I mean, it, it, it definitely is. And I mean, you know, you could almost go <coughs> A and, and, and 1A. And there, I think if know. we wanted to, we could even throw the Usos into that conversation. Well, it's funny because you were talking about the super kicks, and I'm thinking about last night's pay-per-view. I can't tell you how many super kicks the Usos threw yeah. in that match because they basically do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they super kicked the crap out of people. Right. So what Shawn Michaels made so perfect and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Tag team wrestling is ruining it. Yeah, tag team wrestling is ruining it. And, and you know, it does look kind of cool when you have the in sync. Or you know when when they're in sync and they both hit the right you know the that at the time at the same time the Usos hit their super kicks the way Randy Orton hits RKO's they're literally out of nowhere sometimes especially if they're coming off the top rope and right. I mean so they do a pretty good job with it and, but you're right the Usos are definitely you know one of them so I don't know what do you think who, who I mean is it is it the Young Bucks or I mean, who's made the bigger impact this year? I mean, when you look at the whole body of work, I'm going to be honest, it's hard to go against the Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'd say you're probably right. I'd say you're probably right. So So the first corny for Tag Team of the Year goes to Generation Me! (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. How about female wrestler of the year? I'll start on this one. Okay. <laughs> when I give out all my nominees, you're gonna you're you're gonna be like, I don't even know you anymore. Well, I already know who you're gonna say. I think my female of the year, because of the impact she's made. You think I'm going to say DMD. Yeah, that's exactly Dr. Britt Baker. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Dr. Britt Baker comes in a close second. My nominee is Thunder Rosa. Ooh, wow. Thunder Rosa finally got her chance on a major promotion. She's shown what she she's shown she's really good. Her and Britt Baker, another match of the year candidate, you know, with the uh, Britt Baker getting busted open and have the, have, having the blood in her face. Well, I mean, they had to cheat the other night to knock her out of the TN, uh, the TBS title. I, I, and we we got to see her at WrestleCade. Yeah. She's really good in the ring. And she's really small. She is. You have no idea how small that, she, that girl is. She's little. But, I mean, fans go crazy for her. Yeah. She, I, she had a match with Dave LaGreca? She did. Uh, it was one of those things that when she was in NWA, I was like, eh, I mean, I don't think anything's there. Was and she then, an impact at all? I, I don't like think it, so. Maybe maybe for a cup of coffee. We saw her in 2019 at WrestleCade in that Fatal 4-Way main event match at the end. Sue Young took that spot. It wasn't Thunder Rosa. No, Sue Young took. It was uh, uh, Taya, Jordan and Grace. Sue Young. Are you sure it was Thunder Rosa? Yeah, because it was supposed to have been... uh, It was supposed to be Tessa. Yeah, but Sue Young took her place. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and and you're probably right. But But we didn't know who Thunder Rosa was then as as much. She's really good in the ring. I think it's only a matter of time before she takes the belt off of... Well, I mean, like I said, they had to cheat in order to get her out of the tournament the other night against Jane Cargill. Right. Uh, So, for me... For my money, swerve number two, I'm going with Thunder Rosa. I like that. I like that a lot. I didn't expect you to go so uh, like opposite direction of WWE. Maybe we should have done different promotions. <laughs> but I went with Bianca Belair. Solid. And Bianca comes from NXT at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And made an immediate impact. She carried the women's division until SummerSlam. Um, She won the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Cashed in. Won the the title. Against Sasha Banks in a fantastic match. Yeah. Another match of the year candidate. Yeah. You know. um, And then basically carries it until they screwed her over at SummerSlam. Oh, and it was so bad. You know. And she's never been able to reclaim what she had. All right. Becky didn't have to do that. No. No, and if if Becky wasn't ring ready, which is both of the reasons, which is why we think that they did it that way, she didn't need to come back yet. Right. But what happened two nights prior? CM Punk showed up. Mm-hmm. I, we both feel like that that was a reactionary move. Mm-hmm. Prove us wrong, WWE. Because we agree that the Brock Lesnar was planned. We we thought Brock Lesnar was showing up all along. Yeah, right. Becky Lynch. Was I, I don't I, honestly I think that was a reactionary thing. Right. But anyway, but you're right. She wasn't able to do that. Well, you talked about it earlier in the show. 
like five title matches in about a six-week span, mm-hmm. and she lost every single one of them. And they weren't even doing her like they're doing Liv, trying to cheat every time. Right. You know, a lot of those were just clean finishes. Yep. But I don't think that takes away from the impact that she had for that six-month span. Right. Right. I mean, she, you know, you think about it. At, at one point, you had Rhea Ripley and her and um, what's her face in NXT? Raquel. Raquel. They all were new champions right after that. I remember the moment where mm-hmm. they were all on the on the show together holding their belts up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And it just showed you the power that NXT had at the beginning of 2021. Well, and you know, to, to piggyback off that, you talked about Bianca and, and Rhea, and you thought, okay, these are new they, these are two, the, the two new flag bears. Yeah. Okay, we're they're they're gonna they're gonna take the place of Charlotte, they're gonna take the place of Becky. These two are who we're who we're who we're strapping the horses to and saying go. Mm-hmm. And we did for about four months. And Rhea, because I don't think Rhea even lasted as long as Bianca did. I don't know that. Like, I don't think Rhea's that good. She's strong. She's strong, but she's not as strong as Bianca. No, Bianca's really good. The thing with Rhea, she doesn't have the look. No, and she kind of has that punk rock thing going on. Yeah, and it just it it doesn't seem to catch on with fans. Mm-mm. And I mean, what's she doing now? Nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, they're. I think her and uh, Nikki are going to challenge for the tag titles again. But I mean, that just shows you what they think of Rhea. The and nothing against either one of them, right? Yeah. But the fact that they've tagged them two together, uh, I don't know. It's just like, right. what do we do with you guys? So we have, and I'm, I picked the last one. Yeah, we have Thunder Rosa. We have Bianca Belair. Who do we give our second? Oh gosh, man, corny two. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. It's a. It's. I mean, and, 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 and like I said, I, I think this isn't us. I mean, I think Doctor Britt Baker could very easily be the winner. Yeah, I, I honestly expected that. You know, I think the tiebreaker goes to the title holder to me. Because we're gonna go with Bianca. Yeah, because I mean, she won one of the major paper. She won at two major pay per views last well, year, and she was the main event of WrestleMania Day one, or night night one. Right. Yeah, and and ended the show with the belt. With a those fan. are moments that Thunder Rosa has yet to meet. We think she's gonna get there. Yeah, but yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I, I I feel I feel confident giving the female of the year corny to Bianca Belair. So now, do we go on to male of the year, or no, do let's we want to do we want to do moment or match? Let's do let's do moment match male of the year. Okay, so moment of the year. I've actually got um, I've got two different options here. Okay, let me hear your options, and then my first one is Big E wins his first world title. Okay, by cashing in the money in the bank. Right. Okay. My second one is CM Punk's return. Mm. My option was going to be the return of Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. That was going to be my... Yeah. Without us even going into any kind of conversation, I feel like this is a no-brainer. 
<laughs> it has to be punk, right? It has to be punk. Yeah. But I mean with the seven year absence. Right. Um the crowd reaction that happened that night. Right. Um I if CM Punk doesn't come back this year, Biggie's Biggie winning that title was big, right? It because was. for the longest time nobody thought he was gonna get that. Well and, and and he's one of the true good guys. Yeah. You don't you and I read a lot about pro wrestling and a lot about what goes on backstage. And you never hear anybody that says anything bad about Big E. Right. Right. And then... Well, I mean, and they I mean did, the fact... They did that 24 for him when he won that. Man, that was so cool. I, I have mean, yet to watch that. Yeah. But the fact that Brody Lee, his wife, asked Big E to be there to tell their son that his father passed away shows you the kind of man that he is. Right. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this before. All three guys on the New Day are huge family guys. Right. Right? And I know they play a lot of video games, but they're all big family guys. Right. For sure. So. But yes. Unfortunately, moments like Big E winning, Brock Lesnar returning again. You could throw the John Cena return in there. Yeah. If John Cena wins, that would have been the moment of the year. I mean, well... If the Moxley Omega death match doesn't end, the ending isn't a dud, that could be moment of the year. Yeah. Just, you have Daniel Bryan coming back or debuting in AEW. Yeah, you could potentially throw that. There's so many moments. But when you have a moment like Phil Brooks coming back Mm -hmm. for the first time in seven years, you get that emotion, that reaction from the crowd. I don't know that we can go anywhere else. Right. No, I agree. So I think I agree. The corny four moment of the year, the return of Phil Brooks. I agree. So match of the year, man. We've talked about several several matches that could, uh, yeah, that could be candidates. You know, one I just just dawned on me is Walter versus um, the Russian, the Russian guy. I can't even think of his I, name. Yeah, Ivan something. Uh. That man, I forgot all about that. That they was a beat each other to match. death. That that was a phenomenal match. Yeah, one of the most physically exhausting. Like I was exhausted at the end of that match, yes. and it went on forever. I mean, it's like fifty minutes. Wasn't so it? many false finishes. Yeah, it was a great match. It was a great match. But like you haven't laid eyes on him since. Well, and here's the problem. Of course, we've they've ruined NXT. They have. It, it is unwatchable. Unfortunately, it is. And I think that's what they wanted. They're going to have a return of Tough Enough. They've, they're talking about that. I've seen that. So that's what NXT is going to go back to. Yeah. And as you said, I think that was the plan all along. Yeah. Anyway, that's a story for another day. We yeah. digress. We're talking about match of the year. Yep. So... I have two, three. I just thought of a third one. Okay. I'm going to throw out three. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But it is our podcast. Yeah. And I am currently, I'm going to give you an up-to-date score. I am currently, we're pulling it up now, down less than three points. Oh, wow. 172.05. To one sixty nine point eighty five, <laughs> and just so you know, Neil has Aaron Jones and 
Darren has Devontae Adams. Anyway. <laughs> Three matches. Three matches. I'm going to throw Omega versus Christian Cage. Okay. I kind of liked it. It was good. I'm you gonna, talking about the one that Christian won? Yes. Okay. One took the impact title off yeah. of me. I'm going to go with Roman, Edge, and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Okay. Was it was it WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. The triple threat match. Yeah. And then I'm going to go John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Okay. Those are all really good. It was uh, Ivan Dragunov. Ilya. It, it wasn't Ivan. It's LLJ. Now they're just calling him Dragunov. Dragunov. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ilya Dragunov beats Walter. Yeah. I mean, what a what a match. Right. Is that one of yours? I, I didn't think about it. You just took the lead. Um, uh, that was that was just sent to me. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> I can't look at it. <laughs> I, I've been a nervous wreck. Blame Adam. Long. He just texted me and said that you took the lead. I've been a nervous wreck all day long. Yeah, because you were out of it after the first games. <laughs> he scored 60 points. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I, I had forgot about that. Um, but the Walter Dragonoff game, yes, or match, yes. And I also think... That the Hell in a Cell match between Edge and Rollins. Oh, man. Because... That's the greatest crown jewel match there ever has been. That wasn't the match... No, that wasn't the match that we got the Brood entrance. No, he did it at SummerSlam. Yeah, that was it. And then he did it again last night on day one. And what about Beth Phoenix coming back? <laughs> she looks fantastic. Yeah, that haircut that she had. I don't we're, getting, she, we're getting a mixed tag team 100%, match, right? 100%. 100%. That'll be set up tomorrow night on Raw, and so, and that'll be at Rumble. I would I would assume. And those four are so good. Yeah, I mean yeah. I don't think. What about Maurice getting back in the ring? Right. That, that mean you know that's why that's that's happening. She didn't look like people forget she was pretty good. Yeah, like this was during the Divas era. Yeah, she was pretty dang good. Yeah. So I'm excited for that match. Anyway, yeah. I digress. So, so that's five really good matches. Yeah. That. And, I mean, we're not even talking about Cole O'Reilly. Yeah, well, I mean, they had a whole trio, but I don't think they were all this year. But Well, I mean, their final their final battle. Yeah. Um, so, their second one was not good. Their first one was great. The third one was. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. You had Finn versus Pete Dunne at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Well, Finn versus uh, O'Reilly was, <sighs> was really good. I mean, there's so you, many, so many great I mean, matches. You had Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Yeah. The thing with with Brian Danielson, it, it, his last two matches have both been draws, time limit things. Yeah. We got to move past that, yeah, right? You're going that'll go wear out real quick. Yeah. Um. So, you said Cena. You said the main event at Mania. With Roman and them in the triple threat. And what was the other one? It was uh, Omega versus Christian. Okay, that one's off the table. I think so. That doesn't beat the other four. No. To me, the next one off the table is Cena-Roman. Yeah. But it was a great match. But it was a classic, you know, John Cena did that match the way it was written to be done. So now we're down to three, Mm -hmm. right? So which which one's the next one eliminated? 
I think it's going to have to be the triple threat match at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So then it leaves us with Walter and and Dragonoff, uh, Dragonoff, or the Hell in the Cell match. Man, and I don't think the Hell in the Cell match was as good as the Dragonoff Walter match. I don't either. I, I when you brought that up a while ago, I was like, I don't know that there's a match that can beat that this I don't, year. I don't either. Because there was so much emotion in that. The size difference between those two. Yeah. The physicality. I mean, I, I remember, I'm thinking back after the match. His chest looked like ground beef. Yeah. Because you were like, Dragonoff's chest is making me want to throw up. <laughs> right? I believe was what you texted me. Yeah. Because it, it, it did look like hamburger. <laughs> I mean, blood. I mean, it, and it's just, because Walter... Will will chop people like no one else. Well, like like you're like he's chopping trees. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I man, I, I I think you're right. I don't know that there's any way that we can go against that match right there. I, I think don't. we give I think we give the corny match of the year to Dragonoff versus Walter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To play off that, Walter apparently is getting ready to make his U.S. debut. They're going to ruin him, aren't they? <laughs> It, is he going to be in NXT? I hope not. Or are they bringing him to the main roster? I hope they don't bring him to NXT. I mean, he's he's technically done his time in NXT. I would expect him to be a uh, surprise entrant in the Rumble. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We talked about earlier that there's a lack of contenders. He's an immediate world title contender. It would have to be. But does he bring the group with him? I don't know. Those tag team guys are really good. They are. But you know that of course, they, they don't, don't have Wolf anymore. I don't think, do they? I no, think it's just the three of them. I think now. they fired him. Yeah. Uh, but you know how Vince is. He he wouldn't keep them together. Yeah. He or like, he'd mess it up. Yeah. He doesn't really like factions. I do like Walter though. I like he's Walter really a lot. Good. He's really good. He's not a big talker. Well, no, but that doesn't mean that he can't talk. You know. And I think if he comes to the WWE to the main roster. He almost needs a mouthpiece. Yeah. Because if you go back traditionally, your foreign performers always have somebody talking for them. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be something interesting to watch in 2022. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Okay, so that was match of the year. We've done moment of the year. So we're down to male performer of the year. I'll let you go first. I don't think there's anyone that can be on this list other than Roman Reigns. The only other person that could be on the list would be Kenny Omega. Yeah. That's the only other person. Yeah. Roman is doing the best work of his life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much of that has to do with the fact that he's just a heel the fact that he has Paul Heyman. But see, Paul doesn't seem to be as involved with him as he was with Brock. But as you can see, as the year progressed, he became less and less involved. Yeah. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do with Roman's confidence. Yeah. Roman believes in his character. Yeah. He, like, I he, would he think... think so when he was off sick, he thought about... This character, I think he was when he was off sick. He thought about how he had done everything he could do to get fans to cheer him, mm-hmm. and he had 
he had shown his his merit in the ring, and he had shown the ability to have good matches, and nobody gave a crap. And I think he said, you know what? I'm better than they are. I don't need them. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm so good, they need to acknowledge me. Yeah. And man. Well, like, rumor has it said that the only way he would come back is if he was a heel. That's that's what he said. He said, he said I'll come back, but I, but I want to be a heel. Yeah. And I think he wanted to work with Paul Heyman. Yeah. And 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 it's and it's worked. I mean, he and and I and it's and I understand Kenny Omega, the belt collector. Did all of that transpire in twenty twenty one? Did where he gathered all those belts? Couldn't remember if part of it was twenty twenty two or not. I mean, we, we just had twenty twenty. I mean, like twenty twenty. I'm sorry. I've said this many times. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty one just seems like one giant year. It does. Um, like eight hundred days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, either one. No, it, I, it's a toss-up. I, 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 I really don't think it's a toss-up. Yeah. Um, I think Omega's the only person that comes close. Yeah. But I think it's Roman. If Kenny – I think Kenny started dropping the belts because he's been hurt for a little he's while. He's hurt. Right. If he's not hurt, does he still have all them belts? No. I, the the only, because he didn't drop the belt to he wouldn't have dropped the belt to Hangman if he wasn't hurt though I don't think probably I, not I think Brian Daniel would have been the guy you think about it it's one of those that's like you know like that's a great the the belt collector is a great gimmick it's a great storyline but it doesn't have a lot of miles yeah so you need because each promotion that he was carrying the belt for, he wasn't defending that often. And he wasn't necessarily, like he carried the Impact title, but how many times was he on Impact? Right. Impact wrestlers were more often on AEW than he was on Impact. Yeah. So. Which I never really liked that idea to begin with. Well, well, here's. Because it hurts Impact when your champion is not on the show every week. Impact, yes. If they would have done it with Ring of Honor. And NWA, and you had Kenny Omega take the the Ring of Honor World Title. You had him take the NWA World Title. You had him maybe even take the you know the GCW World Title or something like something like that. And then you have him getting all these belts. And he's got four people carrying all of them because he can't hold them all. Right, because Ring of Honor not on TV. Right, NWA not on TV. GCW not on TV. New Japan's not even really AAA on TV. not on TV. Right. New like even New Japan. If he would have went, I think if they'd have went that route with it, and he would have got belts, because then you're going to get the NWA World Title. You're going to get Nick Aldis. You're going to get uh, Trevor Murdoch. You're going to get those guys on TV. You're going to get all your guys from uh, from Ring of Honor. A future guest that we just locked down in an interview, Shane Taylor from right? Shane Taylor Promotions. That's exciting, man. <laughs> Super exciting. He's really good. A ring week. Too. From tonight, we do our first interview. And we're going to talk about that to close the show. Yes. I mean, because we've been geeked about that. Yeah. Listen, we haven't just been twiddling our thumbs on the couch for the past month. Okay? <laughs> we've been putting work in. Yeah. So, but I think, to get back to my point, if they if they would have went that route. Yeah. I mean, because they brought in Nick Gage uh, to do the, the match with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I think if they went that route and had him win belts like that, 
it would have got more eyes on those promotions. You could have got more eyes on some of, and then you, oh, well, Trevor Murdoch, who's Trevor Murdoch, or oh, Shane Taylor, who's Shane Taylor? Right. So then you get people looking them up. I think that would, that should have been the route we get. But when you take the third promotion in the country, you take their belt, and then you're not really on their TV. That you're not on their program very often. And then well, the other one was the AAA, right? Right. So, so and that uh, hurts them too. It does. Right? So, so I think the final corny male performer of the year has to go to Roman Reigns. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Well, we haven't left ourselves a whole lot of time for the title challengers. But, you know, here's the funny thing. I wrote down AEW, WWE, women's and men's, you know, Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. so to speak. Just to kind of throw a couple out there, like AEW, Cole, Brian Danielson are the first couple of names that come to my mind. I don't think we're going to see CM Punk challenge for the title. Is Who else? I mean, I think Omega maybe towards the end of the year. We don't know how long you got to get Omega out. back. Moxley is supposed to be back. Yeah. Uh, actually, after this show, he may come back after the show or – this week before the show airs. Yeah. So Moxley, you would have to think, is a contender. Yeah. As soon as he comes back. And another name I'm gonna throw out there. And I he just he always just seems to lose his traction. But Miro. I'm gonna throw Miro's name in there. Yeah. So I think I think one of those four guys. AEW doesn't like to change change champions very often. Right. So I mean, ch- chances are Hangman Page loses to the guy that ends twenty twenty two as the title holder. Very very possible. Yeah. Uh, and I respect that. Barring him, I mean, as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah. And you know, Cody's new character, where he's he's, tur- he's getting ready to turn heel. He's turning heel. He lost the opening match, one of the first matches, and he said he would never challenge for the. Uh, the, the AEW world title, and he's been asked about that, and he said he's a man of his word, that he's not ever going to challenge for it. But, he always threw the, the but in there, but if Tony Baloney decides that he should challenge for it, then Tony's the boss, so he's going to do what Tony says. Yeah. I have a sneaky suspicion that at some point, Cody Rhodes is going to be back in the main event, in the world title picture. Yeah. I think, as one of the co-owners of the company... He needs a title run, right? I think so. I, because I like Cody. Listen, I, know, I know there's not a lot of fans of Cody, but I love his character. The you know the American Nightmare. I love his character. Right. I, I, a lot of people don't like him. Well, here's what I want: Cody. don't be, don't be a you know a lukewarm heel. Cody Rhodes could be major heel. Yeah. Go all in. It's hard for him to be a major heel when him and his wife have a Ms. and Mrs. type show. Yeah. And now he's going to host a, co- uh, 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 a game show. Listen, Turner is all in on AEW. Yes. But they keep jerking their shows around. Yeah. I mean, because the first week, they're going to debut this coming week on TBS. Yeah. And then the following week, they're back on TNT. Yeah. Come on, Turner. you got to do better than that. Yeah. Off my soapbox. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's AEW possible title chain, uh, challengers. WWE Raw. Now that now that Roman has has it, or not Roman? Shoot, Brock. Basically, all four guys that were in the match with him last night are all candidates. Are all candidates? 
Finn Balor, uh, Edge possibly. You, you're going to keep saying Finn Balor and Edge till it happens. I'm going to will them to be done. <laughs> I think, and I and I and I kind of I kind of teased this earlier. I think Brock Lesnar being world champion is heading one of two ways. It's either a showdown at WrestleMania with Bobby Lashley. We could get that match at Royal Rumble. Does Bobby Lashley win Royal Rumble to get that match done? No. I think AJ Styles wins Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. Prediction. So Not a spoiler. Not a spoiler. It's just a prediction. Because <laughs> Lord knows they're probably going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin come back. I think we get the Brock versus Bobby match at Royal Rumble. They go and get that out of the way. They don't want that hanging over their head. Yeah. I have a sneaky suspicion that we're going to do a Roman Reigns belt collector thing with the world titles, and I think Roman takes the world title off Brock at at WrestleMania. (laughs) I hadn't told you this, but I had the same thought. When they when he won that last night and and Adam said, Well what are they gonna do with Brock and, and I, I almost texted out going, I think they get some both. I, th- I think he does. I think it WrestleMania. But I don't think that they combine those belts. I, they can't unless they're gonna put the two brands back together. But with the lack of talent that they have now, it would make sense. It would make sense. For them to split the brands apart. But now here's the thing. If they split the brands apart. Bring them back together. They're already split apart. Or, I mean, if they put them back together, maybe that fixes Survivor Series. It might. Right? So uh, We could only hope. So, we have, I think, Roman takes the belt off Brock at that, that, WrestleMania. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I like that. Um, SmackDown. There's nobody on the show. There's nobody left. Drew McIntyre got hurt last night. Yeah. There is no and, and it sounds, title challengers. It, it sounds like a legitimate, like, serious neck issue. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like that's, so, that's, did he get hurt last night? No, he'd been dealing with it for a couple of weeks. So, that's why he had a throwaway match. They they rode him off TV last night. I know, because after he won, he was walking down. By, hey, does anybody know where the dressing room is? And then he gets attacked, and they beat him up. By Madcap. Yeah. And Happy. Those two guys are the ones that didn't get future endeavored. <laughs> Listen, I, I like Baron Corbin. I like Baron Corbin when Baron Corbin, the old Baron Corbin. You like the lone wolf gimmick? Yes. I'm a fan of King Corbin. I didn't mind King Corbin. Uh, I do not like Happy Corbin at all. Uh, I also was a fan of Constable Cor- Corbin. Yes. But. Um, when he was in the suit. Yeah. But, but there's nobody. Like, I legit could not write anybody's name down other than Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and now Brock Lesnar's on a different show. Yeah. And, and I was like, I, like, who is it? I mean, the uh, New Day didn't win last night, so Woods doesn't get the title shot. Yeah, I, he's going to finagle his way. Now, but here's I mean, my he's question. Not a, he's not a legit contender. Does Big E come back? Somehow come on SmackDown and challenge Roman. Maybe. But, but I mean, Roman's got to come back first. The answer is in the question. Who is there to challenge Roman? The answer is nobody. And the, and the follow-up answer to that would be the guy who's on the other brand now. Yeah. <laughs> would be Roman. I mean, would be Brock Lesnar. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to determine at that point. Uh, this is funny. So, Raw and SmackDown women's. <laughs> Bailey's my first answer on both of them because I think she wins the Royal Rumble. I would agree it's with just that. a matter of which one of them she's going to challenge for. Here's the, the key to those. They have to get the belts off Becky and Charlotte. You don't think that she could take the belt off of either one of them? Oh, I think she can. But they, have, they both have to lose their belts. Yeah. The women's division's better when they're like not This is like one of the longest reigns that Charlotte's ever had. Not so much for Becky, and but this this has been a horrible title reign for Becky Lynch. Yeah, I mean it really has. Right, she's tried to come back as the man as a heel. The man was not a heel. The man was a a tweener. A tweener, right? She's not a very good heel. No, she's, she's not. really not good. Charlotte's a great heel, and she's not a very good Seth Rollins heel. She's trying to be Seth Rollins. Yeah, well, the whole well, they're shopping at the same place. That's for sure. So, she this run's been underwhelming, um, which but which just further tells you that Bianca Belair should have never lost the belt to her. You look, and it's like, as I said, it, it's it's just bad. Neither one of them are carrying matches. Uh, matches that they're involved in are sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, they, what needs to happen, really, I think, is if any belt needs to be combined, it needs to be the women's title belt. Right. Let's go on and combine I mean, the women's Charlotte title. and Tony had a pretty good match a couple weeks ago, but now Tony's gone. Well, and then Tony came out with a, with a uh, quote. Apparently, Charlotte is super difficult to deal with. Like, to the point that... Tony Storm said something along the lines of she thinks people ought to bow to her inside and outside of the ring. Yeah. So I think she's being super. Is, is Charlotte short timing it? Is she trying to force her way out? I uh, potentially, but I don't see a I don't see any scenario where Vince McMahon releases her from her contract prior to it being up. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I think he would pay her to sit at the house. Rather than let her go to AEW. And because that's where out. she would go. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely would. Um, other contenders, Bianca, Asuka, Sasha. Yeah. I mean, same same people. Liv Morgan. Um, I mean, you got to think Alexa probably back in that list. But, I mean, does, does Liv get another opportunity? Not right now, no. No. I don't think so either. Nope. So, I don't know. What's the score update? We don't want to talk about it. That bad? I'm down five points. Wow. He's caught another ball. Oh, I'm down. He just caught a ball as I was saying that. So now I'm down almost eight points. Slipping away. The problem is the score is staying close. So with with the score staying close... Rogers is going to keep throwing the ball. So Vikings with their backup quarterback is. I mean, it's thirteen nothing. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if Aaron Jones ran this touchdown in, uh, you know, that could that could change things around. Right, that'd be nice. Well, unfortunately, we don't have enough time to keep you posted as the uh, as the game goes on. Um, I think it's a pretty uh, action packed show to start off the. Well, before we go, man, let's tell them about these interviews. Okay. Let's talk about that. We don't have to tell them who all we have booked. If they follow us on social media, they know some of the names. Right. I dropped one of the names. Next week, we're going to start our interviews. 
we're going to start with a guy who works down in the Florida area, uh, but he travels all up and down the country. He does a lot of he does a lot of things, but one of the biggest things he does is he is a ring announcer and like a backstage interview kind of guy. Yeah. So, and shameless plug, me and him wear the same shirts. <laughs> That's how you met him. That's right? how I met him. <laughs> the, those. If you've seen Neil wearing those, I don't even know what, how do you describe those busy looking shirts that are called Roosevelt. Roosevelt, right? That's the brand. That's a Roosevelt. You now owe us money for that. <laughs> um, but you were just kind of like you're in a group. Uh-huh. You posted the podcast in the group, right? Well, so the guy that is going to be on the show uh, started a. When we were when we were at WrestleCade, yeah, started a post on this in this group that said, "Hey, you know, we all know that we love this brand, but many of us have our own businesses, do our own things. Why don't you post your business, and we'll support each other, kind of thing, right?" So, I posted the podcast. We got an interview from a wrestler, Danny Saint, yeah, off that, and then the young professor was like. Hey, I'd be interested in being if y'all'd be interested in and he's a wrestling guy. And I was like, heck yeah, we'll talk to a wrestling guy. Right. So we got two interviews because we we yeah. like the same shirts. So we have three officially but well, I'm, I take that back. Four officially booked. With dates. With dates. Now we have several now, that were We haven't determined how, when, and uh at what point that we're going to drop them. Because, I mean, if we drop them all, we might not have any of lined up ever. So we've got few a few others that have said that they would. We just haven't hammered down dates yet. So I mean, you want to tease some of these names, or would you like me to? I'll go right ahead. And if you don't know these guys, by all means, go look them up. Uh, but we have we have some performers like oh, I can't find the picture now. I guess I gotta go get to your text message thread. <laughs> well, I mean, the one one of them that we're really excited about is White Mike. White Mike, we do have we do have White Mike coming up, and White Mike is phenomenal. Okay, so he's he's so entertaining. We've talked about him on the show before. We saw him at WrestleCade in 2019. Fell in love, and. With his gimmick, right? Yeah. I mean, he is he is definitely not what you'd call a massive built of stature wrestling guy. I mean, he calls himself the Sultan of Stank. <laughs> he wears a purple leotard. Leopard print. <laughs> Leopard print. It is so it is so awesome. And I mean Him and Gustavo danced like yes. salsa danced in the ring. <laughs> and then he our, he got hit that one time and goes, Ow, oh, that hurt! <laughs> You're really strong. You're really strong. <laughs> He's great. Um, we got a up and coming indie wrestler. I've actually what saw I saw him on TikTok, and he is a large man, but he did a dive through the ropes out onto a guy on a table, and I saw that and I was like, I don't know that guy, but I want to talk to him. <laughs> Sam Stackhouse. Did you see the video he posted yesterday? I have not seen it yet. So there was a video he posted on on Facebook, and he goes, I shouldn't have done that. 
and you look and you see his hand and his hand is shaking and his hand is just covered in thumbtacks. Like, like I don't know if he hit it because it didn't show what he did. Yeah. But he had, he had thumbtacks in his palm on the back of his hand and his hand is just shaking. Yeah. And he goes, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty excited to, um, to talk to him. We have, of course, I talked about Danny Saint. Yeah. He's from uh, the Texas area. Yep. Uh, We've had Al Snow tell us that he would do an interview. Well, we just not, can't. Yeah, he's we not just, responding. We, we, we to just us. can't lock him down. We've reached out to some other AML guys. Um, the one that you mentioned earlier, Shane Taylor from Shane Taylor Promotions, is yeah. going to come on. Yeah, we sent that's, him. That's that's pretty huge. Uh, if you're if you're local to uh, OVW, Reverend Ronnie Roberts is going to come on with us at some point. Uh, we got the Bojangles guy. We do. We have him coming up. We have, um, I mean, just there's a lot coming up, guys. And I, it's one of these that we are just really excited about it. We've been out, uh, we've been out pushing and and begging and pleading. You know, I mean, you, we told you one of our episodes, our our year in review, our state of the podcast, that our goal is to make this thing work. Yep. And we're going to do what it takes to make it work. Yeah. So we are trying everything we can to increase our listeners, increase our 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 footprint, our reach, and be able to, you know, bring our content. Like we hear from you guys, you enjoy it. Yeah. We want more people to hear it. Right. And it, hey, I just like I tweeted out over the weekend. You have to chase your dreams because your dreams won't chase you. Right. Right. And I, and I think that's what we're doing. This has been a dream of ours. So one other bit uh, bit of news that we've gathered since the uh, the 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 last time we recorded, we've actually got some real life sponsors headed this way. We do right? have a real life well, sponsor. There's actually three. Three. There is three. Well, I may not know about some of these. Yeah, well, you do. You probably just don't realize it. But I can't drop. We can't drop those names yet because we ain't bro- dropping them until we get paid. <laughs> well, we can. I think we can drop the. Uh, I think we can drop the one that was an accidental sponsor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. So, so obviously, some of our listeners are in the same fantasy football league that we're in. Yes. And Brett Claus started a text thread the other day. I say the other day. It could have been a couple weeks ago. It was, yeah. And Sean texted me, and he said, hey, who's the 502 number? I don't have it saved. And I was like, well, that's odd, because I had all the names in my phone, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I got to looking, and our buddy Brett Claus had put the wrong person in this group. He had put in the owner of our latest sponsor, Nut Scrub. With the slogan, from the sack to the crack. Yeah. 
So we have, guys, listen, it is honest to goodness soap. It's it's like yeah. all natural soap yeah. that uh, that is produced locally. It's it's a it's a Kentucky Proud Sold product. Sold on Amazon. Sold on Amazon. And the CEO and founder of Nut Scrub, we got the we were like, Well, do you want to be a sponsor of the show? He was like, Well, I mean, I don't know that I'm not in a place where I can financially sponsor you. And I was like, we were like, well, we do have to find it. Like, but if we can help each other, I think yeah. it's a win-win. So I think he's going to give us some soap. We're going to have some. But, and we're working on maybe trying to do a promo code. So don't go buy it yet. Right. Don't go buy the nut scrub, okay? So, but we're trying to get like a promo code set up to where it can, you know, like do like a savings and send some money towards donations and stuff right. like that. So, so be on the lookout for the nut scrub promo. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. So we're in 2022. We're welcoming our first official sponsor, Nut Scrub. Yep. And while you're at it, go ahead and throw those other guys out, and we'll wrap this thing up. We'll talk about our friends of the show because you know we we love these guys. They've been with us since the beginning. We got Heiner's White Bread. We we already talked about Bread Claws. We got Bread Claws and Crouch Family Bakery, and we got Darren's Dashing Diner and Computer Repair. And it looks like Darren is. I don't want to talk about it. Slowly locking up. Oh, there ain't no slowly. He's up 20 points now. Yeah. So. Devontae Adams. Unless something majorly changes in the second half. Stupid Jamar Chase. Darren's going to lock up the title. So. But we'll keep you updated next week. We'll let you know who wins. Yeah, so I'll be a two-time, two-time runner-up. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, friends. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter, at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok, at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, cornertocornerpc at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.